Uh, hey, fuckers, what up? It's Christina Hutchinson. And Corinne Fisher. You're about to listen to a clip from our acclaimed, award-winning, only from ourselves, yep. uh, podcast. Guys, we fucked the <laughs> anti-slut-shaming podcast. If you want to listen to the whole episode, and I'm sure you do, you're you going to go to uh, apple.co slash GWF. There you go. This week's episode is with our longtime uh producer, editor, music coordinator, uh, friend of the show, amazing person, Mike Coscarelli. You've heard him talk. Uh, you've heard us talk about him before. But, but now, now we're going to get in deep and, inside of him. And you're going to see him. Mm-hmm. It's mm. great. I love this episode. Guys, check it out. Again, that's apple.co slash GWF for the full episode. What I'll say about my dad, he, I, I, had, I have had girlfriends who have seen pictures of my dad and said like you your dad is like a really attractive older guy because my dad's in about is that part to of 16. the dating process yes yeah. <laughs> right you spread a family <laughs> photo to fuck my dad what do you think this how about my grandpa like in, in, in 25 years yeah 25 years i think that's right but he my dad doesn't like take great care of himself in terms of like like my dad doesn't Dads really don't know. really do that yeah and he's like he's very much a dad in that <laughs> like he's not one of those guys who's like he doesn't really like to dress he doesn't like to and i'm like the opposite of that and my grandpa was like that too so mm. when i was a kid like even into until my grandpa got lung cancer and got sick my grandpa was like always dressed to the nines. I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, lung cancer really takes the style. Out. Yeah, he started <laughs> dressing man. like shit, going to I, gas. I would say he was stylish till the end. He was Aww. going, oh, oh, oh Saint Laurent shoes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I appreciate older people who dress well yes. more yeah. than I can state in words. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, like always dressed super well, kept himself in really good shape till he got sick, and he just like always like smelled good, always kind of like very well manicured and 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 but also Italian. Like very was he Italian. an immigrant though was he from Italy he was the only one from his family who was born here okay so he's first generation technically he was conceived in Italy but my grandma was pregnant with him while <laughs> and they he were won't let you over. forget it because I also think that's part of it with like the dressing well and the presentation like even though he wasn't an immigrant he was raised from by an immigrant family and yeah. I think that really kind of colors how you uh how you dress and and appearances and stuff because like totally. American men Men of uh, our parents' generation, it's it, not about style. Not at all. It's about, it's an, about even like, a functionality. Bit. They exactly. never heard of Pinterest yeah. board. Exactly. Which, it's yeah, it's not makeup, it. but that's why they were like getting a lot of stuff done. They owned houses. Yeah, because they didn't spend it on cologne. Right. Right. So, 100%, right. <laughs> and in my grandpa's case, they were very poor. So when he was, he had, he didn't finish high school or anything like that. So that so. was about like presentation. I yeah. think so. I yeah. Mean, I, I, I don't sure. remember a, a time where we had even just like a like a family dinner where my grandpa didn't look like just didn't look great. And I don't know Aww. if it got to a point where he just was like, just like it was like a kind of like second nature to him where he just kind of like, he just knew how to do it. He had that kind of, and yeah, he had that personality time. where he like, you walk into a restaurant, he's got the money clip. Hey, oh, the D, money you know, clip. Rocco, how you doing? Ah, like, Rocco. Everybody at the restaurant loved to see him. You want to rigatoni? Yeah, mm. right. So I got that from my grandpa and like, I think I got other things from my dad, but they're, I think like the, kind of like the like the, the dressing and the like taking care of yourself so yeah t- my grandpa taught me how to shave you know right Aww. which you know i feel bad looking back that my dad didn't do that but my grandpa was the one i remember in the kitchen like showing me i was like 13 and he was like oh, that's when you you start growing a beard at 13 i did yeah i mean does your a- pubes come in before that <laughs> i've never <laughs> asked a guy yeah when did your pubes come in Mike? yeah <laughs> before or after the beard they're all around the got same time beard before pubes well i didn't have Bummer. a beard I had a mustache and I had one of those like, like 13 me, yeah. year old strike. <laughs> 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 but 
those, <laughs> but you get like those straggly kind of uh-huh. like like yeah. swarthy mustaches that like I, yeah. I, there's like a high school picture of me where I have that and like I can't can't grow hair anywhere else and I just look insane. <laughs> like it's just like puberty, puberty, puberty. There's nothing worse than that like puberty side <laughs> that stash. Puberty stash, so weak. Which is not awful. cute. Not so at cute. a certain point, they're like, we got to get that off your face, and then oh, you know, that's so I, sweet. Yeah. So how about how was sex treated uh, with you growing up? When was it introduced? Uh, did you actually yeah, see you your parents? Your grandpa. <laughs> yeah, because you seem like you really were a fan. We the know what happened. <laughs> uh, sex was very casual in my house, and it was I learned very very young. Maybe uh, that's a Jer- maybe is this a Jersey thing, Mike? Because me too. Like just no one it wasn't a thing. Well, no one cared. You, you and I have had this history of kind of I think like a lot of our friendship was built on the fact that we grew up in like the same part of New Jersey, both right. Jewish and Italian. Yes. Oh, like, you're Jewish and Italian too? Yeah, we're both. Oh my pizza god, babies. you guys are very mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. And yeah, well, I mean, I thought our friendship was based on the fact that I walked off stage at Greenwich Village well, Comedy Club and then hoped the place burned down. And I was did like, let's do that? it. I literally said out loud, hope this, what did I say? I hope this you place said, fucking yeah, burns to the you, ground. You, you were like. Chad, it wasn't a threat. It was just a wish. <laughs> you, you were kind of like, you were having a tough time at the end of the set. I remember you did a joke. You did That's a joke, great. it got nothing, and you were like, all right, well, I understand. This is going to be like brutal the rest of the way. You said this out loud. Yeah, You're like, yeah, this yeah. Is gonna well suck. lean in. Yeah, yeah. this is going to suck the rest of the way. So, like, you were like, let's try another one. And then you said the joke, it bombed again. You waited a second, and you were like, hmm, okay, well, all right, well, <laughs> you guys don't deserve this. You were basically like, fuck all of you. I have like three more minutes. I'm going to make this brutal for all of us. That, that is my tactic in life and on stage. Yeah, I loved it. I was Kill laughing. Hell, kid. And then you came off stage and I was like, "That, hey, man, that, they suck. That was really funny. <laughs> and you, we didn't know each other. You were like, oh, wow, great. Like, thank you so much for the compliment. I really appreciate that. But You're I said it genuine. I said it genuine. Like, yeah, genuine, like, yeah, okay, genuine no, yeah, you weren't, you weren't being Corinne. <laughs> wow, you were thanks, being like, shitbag. <laughs> you weren't being Corinne. You were being a nice person, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you were like, are you up next? And I was like, yeah, I think it was either following you I was one after and you're like when you get off stage let's burn this place to the fucking ground and I was like this could be the start of something a lifelong friendship was born <laughs> lifelong friendship that's and so then, see yeah, that's how yeah. you gotta do comedy guys even if you lose uh, 99.9% of the audience if you gain a lifelong fan and a friend there then, you go then yeah. you've done then your you, job yeah, yeah. someone yeah. you can eat Taco Bell with in Union Square it's about like a, a, a 50 said. piece chicken McNugget 50 piece Mc- chicken McNugget and right. that's our specialty Whoa. at McDonald's we split a 50 piece <laughs> that, was a, that was a very fun night that's a, a different story but going back when, to sex, which was oh, the original right. question. I was like, how do we get don't, on this? Don't fuck after eating a 50-piece don't, McNugget. Definitely don't do that. Oh, I wouldn't try. I yeah. wouldn't dare try. Yeah. Farting all over the place. But yeah, I, and shitting. I can remember um, my mom just kind of bringing it up randomly. We were driving around in Jersey. <laughs> she cornered like, you in the car. Who's feeling even- horny? <laughs> <laughs> you getting bonus, Mike? You wanking? <laughs> she just, it, yeah, it was, I mean... I don't know if it was like to go that far, but <laughs> what'd she, she say? Do you remember? Yeah, she was like, uh, I was like five or six, and she Whoa. was like, I was really young, and she was like, do you do you know what sex is? I don't wow. know why she thought of it, but she did, and and I was like, I don't th- I don't think so. I think you know, not really. And she's like, well, sex is where babies come from. Uh-huh. Uh, so like instead of like some stork bullshit, like my mom was just like, you and your sisters are here because your father and I had sex. Wow. Just like said it, it like that. Yeah. Father ejaculated and right into this hole. He came out of his pee-pee hole into my pee-pee hole. <laughs> right. And you were here. It wasn't as lewd, but it was like, right, yeah, right. this is like, this wow. is the process. This is how it works. And then I was like, great. That cool. would have saved me so much confusion. I'll yeah. tell you and what. Then, but you then ju- she yeah. also said, but people also do it because it feels good. 
And people wow, like to do she it. She gave you a solid. That's lovely. Here's what it is. Yeah. No bullshit. Yeah. And Jesus then, Christ. so like when I was growing up, when we, by the time we got to like the growing up program, which was like what we had in, in family life. Yeah. Whatever the health, you know, I knew. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I didn't know the bit, like the, the, like when they start breaking down like ovaries and all that stuff, I didn't know that stuff yet. Fuck that shit. But I knew the basics of like a man <laughs> puts his dick in a woman and then right. like that's how babies. So I, I was past all that stuff. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, but we keep them bottled up, and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. When you think yeah. about it, the stork uh, rumor is really fucked up because I believe that shit. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Because in my neighborhood, people would what have Christina storks, <laughs> uh, 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 oh. wooden storks, like, a, you know, when it's Christmas oh. and you have your lawn all decorated. Yeah. And then it would say a boy. And I'm like, right. and my mom would go. Well, that bird brought the boy to the thing and but I'm like she legitimately oh. told you like that's how yeah she, like, that's and then crazy. that was when I was a little kid and then when I was 12 there was people fucking on the beach and we were on a family <laughs> vacation she goes do you know what that is and I was just like yeah and I didn't and I lied and she goes okay good at 12 you didn't know at 12 no wow yeah I didn't know it was insertion involved until like 10th grade and then four years later Christina herself would be having sex <laughs> yep eyes tightly shut Jesus. tears streaming down my face yeah I'm always very fascinated with that because I, I will say like to my mom's credit other than Santa Claus she did let me believe in Santa I used to have a joke about that when I was doing stand up for like a, a long time where my mom let me believe in it until I was probably like 10 or 11 oh I believed until I was 12 it's yeah, my greatest too. trauma okay. yeah yeah. yeah it's pretty, other it's than pretty that, fucked up I know that means I had a nice life I apologize <laughs> never apologize for what you went through I like that you looked right Even into the camera. Even if it was camera. nothing. Well, not, I'm not I'm mad at you guys. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, my mom never talked to us, uh, to my memory, that like like children in that way. Which might be, why, again, why? Because I feel like your parents didn't do that that much either, right? No, yeah. Like, Wi-Fi wasn't. My, my parents never, like, never did, like, baby talk or just, like, they always talked to us, you know, kind of like full sentences, yeah. like, uh, talked up to us right. instead of down to us. I think a lot wow. of parents talked at, down to their kids yeah. and yeah. not on purpose. Yeah. Just just because that's what they think they should do. And if anything, my parents would talk up to me and I'd be like, what does that word mean? Right, right. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't know. I love that your mom had the sex talk in the car, though. I feel like it's, a, it's such a Jersey move to, like, yeah. trap your kids we're in the car. We're going to shore, get yeah. a hoagie. <laughs> we're going to trap your kids in the car and then, like, we're going to talk about all the hard facts now. Can't yeah. get out. <laughs> what do you say? Lock the doors. <laughs> He's not running away from this one. We have a situation right here in this, in this Ford Taurus. <laughs> it was a Ford Taurus. I also yeah. drove a Ford Taurus. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was always a Ford Taurus. Yeah, it was a national of the state car of New Jersey. <laughs> fucking Ford Taurus. Ninety seven. Yeah, I love a Ford Taurus. Sea breeze green Ford Taurus. Ours was like a like a gold color. No, it, yeah, it was a hideous long, car. Hideous, hideous. My, car. Ours was Taurus like bluish. Is, oh For a long time, people were like, "Can you drive?" I go, "You got a Ford Taurus?" Because <laughs> I can drive that. Anything that else is boat. anything else is a no go. <laughs> so, uh, how did you blossom into your own sexuality? I think I was a late bloomer. Um, I didn't lose my virginity till I was uh, either 19 or 20. I was like, it was that summer. So I can't remember if it was. It's a good age, though. I think so. I mean, like, I, I was very, you know, obviously, like everybody else is super hormon- hormonal through high school and stuff. But I had, I had, I had this problem where I was like, <laughs> When I was a kid, I thought I was kind of like a class clown, you know, like a lot of people that are on the show, I think, like have that kind of origin story Yeah. where middle school and, and not as much high school, but like through up until I was probably like uh, like an early teen. I used to think that like farting was hilarious. It is. It is. Yeah, of course it is. But and well, the thing is, when you're younger. Like when you are the kid that always was like, they used to call me the fart master, fart master 3000. <laughs> when I was like, like 11, 12 years old. Why are you a fart? Or you yeah, laughed at the I, farts? I just, I would fart in school and then I would just be like, this is so fucking funny. And everybody would be like, yo, my, yo fart you master struck again. I so, really hope that's in your, I really hope that's in your Bumble your profile. Book, fart master or your hinge, like your hinge with the prompts, like a fun fact about me. Were they loud farts? Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was like hilarious. It so is. The problem is when you start getting to the You don't age, eat sausage and peppers and not let out right, a loud one. Right. With my diet, yo, I was farting all over the place. Meatballs, sausage, like well, you know. <laughs> yeah. There's a so, rigatoni fart for you. Yeah, right, right. Ricotta. So when you get to that age where people start dating, like you, you had to stop farting. Yeah, because you, you start you dating, carry, you stop farting. Right, when you carry this ends. thing with you yeah. where that people are like, the "I'm not dating the fart master." You know, yeah. like, yeah. like the, Why I heard the fart master like you. Master? Right. Yeah. So I would. I would yeah. have dated you if we wanted to say that. That would have been great, but <laughs> I didn't have, I, I had no options throughout, up until like probably. Because of the farts? Just the reputation of it. Because I wasn't doing that. <laughs> the in, nickname really fucked you up. You needed yeah. to find your fart mistress. That yeah. nickname left a skid mark on your reputation. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, did you ever shart in high school? Because sometimes no. when you're comically farting, you can't help it. Sometimes right. a little poop. You push a little too hard because you're trying. Yeah. Mike said, no, I'm an artist. No, I was not. Let's right. keep this interview together. I'm an artist. That's 100% right. <laughs> So I, yeah, I I never like I was a real pro at it when I what? was in, in like like middle school. But yeah, by the time you get when you're like seventeen, you guys stop farting. Yeah, people don't really want to date that dude. So you're so sad when you said. Have you talked about this in therapy? It seems like when your childhood disintegrated. I, I had no, I haven't actually, but I I do think that there was like, I, yeah, I, that was like the biggest drawback I think, where like Aww. I just wasn't, I was not a like. Girls were not into that because I was, I was like a goofball. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, right, right. Okay. Well, I know what kind of guy the, you are. The yeah. kind of goofball you were. When farting is involved in your humor repertoire, yeah. it, you don't go, that guy's probably got a great dick. Yeah, 100%. You know? <laughs> yeah, literally not. And it's not like stand up. A dick is real close to that butthole. <laughs> yeah, right. And well, and also, like, even when you're that young, you're not, I don't think you're thinking about the up. dick. You're thinking more about, like, what other people are, are going to yes. think of you. Yeah. And that's no all you one have. wants to be like, oh my God, you know, like, dating the farter. Right. Are you dating the, the, God, fart the guy master? who farts? Right. Mike Coscarelli, the fart master? I don't even know his name. 100%. Yeah, yeah right. He's fart master. That's literally, I think that was actually the case at a lot Whoa. of times. Yeah, the girls that were like, that were like, he's the fart master. Right. So, like, like, yeah, like, to, 
to Corinne's point, you don't. Nobody wants to date that guy. Correct. But then by the time I started, like college was a different story. You stop burnt. Yeah, yeah. And you, you clean also, slate. Clean yeah. slate. Yeah. Towards the end of high school, like that summer, I kind of felt it shift a little bit where I was like becoming like kind of like an adolescent. And the other thing that I was also learning was, and this was again, like a lesson from my grandpa, which I didn't, I didn't realize when I was younger. Cause my grandpa was funny too, mm-hmm. but my grandpa, like, because he was like such a slick guy, his, he was just like, he was quick and smart and funny. And he was like charming that way. Yeah. So like my, my grandpa might've like farted and that's where I got it from when I was like, we thought it was hilarious. We used to make farts when I was a kid in the bowl. Okay. Would, like, no, uh, my grandpa and I, I don't really find <laughs> never farts my grandpa funny, fart. yeah. but I, I, me and my grandpa, John definitely did some fart humor yeah. back in the day. Aww. Yeah. Like 100%. that was definitely. Grandpa fart jokes are like the best. When like, grandpa yeah. would pull out a whoopee cushion yeah. and that. Yeah. You probably won down the shore, yeah. you know? Yeah. You would go, this is going to be classic. <laughs> this is classic. <laughs> right. So I had to learn that, like, like within the house, us doing that as, like, a bit, like, for the family was, like, Keep what it in did. the family. Yeah. Only in the family. Yeah. And I had to learn from him that, like, him being, like, this sort of this, like, slick, like, kind of, like, sexier old dude, like, that he, he would do less publicly like when he was funny so you witnessed that and you're like oh yeah it started the farm for indoors yeah and i started thinking like like oh these women that kind of like flirt with my fucking grandpa like because that would happen we'd go to restaurants and like hostesses would like give my grandpa the fucking eyes you know what i mean yeah and like i had to learn that it was like oh he's he's getting this type of attention because he's like all this with swag can get it i'm sorry but i've seen a couple men in their 70s i'm like i would Ha- go out with you thousand percent man six foot like tall Oof. dude you know what i mean like mm. he had it going on and i had to learn that to be like you have to take it like relax like take a step back don't be like don't be this proactive like j- jester you yeah, know what i mean right. like right. Be this guy who's like he is funny but he's not like yeah, 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 I'm the fun, you know <laughs> no one likes that guy yeah. oh my right. god no one's to fuck that guy the right. clown on all the time is my least favorite type of person i would Awful. rather de- i would rather deal with suicidal over that <laughs> right. and those are the two types, sure. types of choices you get when you're dating comedians a you clown get, or suicidal a clown or suicidal <laughs> right <laughs> and you're like, ah, sometimes a suicidal clown right yeah. rest <laughs> in peace Double robin Monday. williams but yeah yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's kids, yeah. It's just like, oof, boy, it's a lot. It's a lot of personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the sexuality kind of doesn't start coming into play until I learn that lesson. Right. Like, be a little like let it come to you a little. Like not even just women, just like let let the situation with energy in general. Yeah, yeah. Let it come to you a little more and just kind of like like react to things that are going on instead of being like you know. <laughs> it's great that you got that lesson that early because I feel like some people go their whole lives without getting it. I think so too. I, 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 yeah. I think that there are things that you can learn from, and and you know, like le- years down the road, it's it's been, you know, he he died when I was twenty, so I'm thirty two now. So it's been twelve years of kind of like dealing with kind of losing him, and like the less, like basically understanding that, like at twenty, those were going to be the last lessons I got from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and kind of like like I will never be able to talk to him and learn these things that kind of like this male figure that had this like swagger and just like commanded respect from everybody everybody loved this dude right that that chapter is kind of over so it's like from 20 to where i'm at now part of you know me living my own life also going through therapy and kind of like learning these things now the thing that i noticed again lesson from him was like i hate when people talk too much and you can always tell when somebody is kind of smart to me when they aren't super talkative and kind of like 
cutting people off, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think the smartest people listen. And I think that that kind of, I think also sometimes the sexiest people aren't, when you're at like- Confidence is quiet. Confidence is quiet. That's a, yeah. Amber totally. Rose said that to us, and I was like, "God damn, girl, that's well." Very literally, true. the yeah. key to Beyonce's success is shutting the fuck up. Right. Like she just per- she, she doesn't performs. do any She doesn't do interviews. Yeah. It's masterful. Yeah. yeah. Masterful. There's that uh, Jay Z too. Like them as a couple. I, like mm. Jay Z doesn't mm. really give interviews, Mm-mm. and yeah. like in just this day and age, yep. they're you know. We, and when he does, they're fucking beautiful. They're interviews. great. He sounds God so damn. smart and so insightful. Well, he's he's fucking brilliant. Yes. Yeah, they're both brilliant. Super and so when smart. they do sit down, it's special. Right. So it's like, oh, that's someone who respects their own time in right. a way that we can all take note from. Thanks for listening to that clip with our guest, Mike Coscarelli. If you want to hear the whole conversation, go to apple.co slash GWF, where you can subscribe to the Luminary channel on Apple Podcasts. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.